let me just make sure that they are just connected and they may want some more introductions that happens a lot of times and i try to become like this actual bridge for them mm. just think about ways that we can be value add right so outside the sale we're gonna add some more value to where i'm always relevant and always trying to find ways that people are like damn i want to keep doing business with joe you know or that mm. type of setup right and more people should be doing business with us and that's kind of where i try to look for those angles but it starts off with just having an honest conversation and bring them onto the platform. And the goal of the platform was to highlight them. So it's, it's always just for so I can elevate them. What's up, everyone? That was a quick clip that I did with Rasmus and his community over at Euroscalers. Man, welcome back to the podcast. I want to share a lot that has been going on. I've been really doubling down and pressing into doing more of these micro events. And I have one coming up in Dallas. I'm super busy, super excited about launching where we're going to feature a lot of the like most innovative medical tech that's being used by biohackers and athletes. And, you know, Rasmus caught some of my content on LinkedIn and that's how we got linked up. And, you know, he was asking about how I approach trade shows and I broke down some of my, some of my ways that I try to take a different approach, right? Where I just don't buy a booth and, and set up shop and wait for people to come visit me. Instead, I try to take a more proactive approach by having a pre-engagement, whether that's a mixer or something that we do like a pre-game type of setup. And then we do podcasts during the actual show so we can attract and drive attention to the booth. And that's a good way to kind of attract people in as opposed to just looking like everyone else and have that media attention while you're there. And then posts, it's all about the sequence and the system follow-up. So that's what we talk about today. And that's what this clip is going to be for so, you know, with that being said, if you're in Europe and you're looking for ways to, you know, scale up your business, you should really check out Rasmus and his community. I think they're doing some really interesting activities, but he invited me on. I recorded this too at 5 a.m. So give me some props here, man. I'm full, fully locked in at 5 a.m. doing a presentation. So, uh, you know, if there's a little bit of ums and ahs, that's just because I was just trying to get my brain flowing. But this is something that I've been doing and I'm really passionate about so no one can question the work ethic. But with that being said, let's get into today's conversation. If you like and enjoy this conversation, please connect with me on LinkedIn. That's where I'm throwing all my attention, energy, and effort. Easy to find out my link in the bio. Connect with Rasmus as well. Man, if you're looking for a community, I'll put his links in the bio as well. And I'll have a series of these coming out because it was a nice hour and a half conversation we did with him and his members about how you can create communities and launch micro events to help you scale your actual business. And it's a much different approach than I think what a lot of people are used to doing with running ads and trying to the old school sales methods. Lots of principles stay the same, but it's just literally building your own ecosystem. Okay, let's get into it. So for, like, take me through the process, how you got started and, and what you've learned on the way and what you have your best practices ended up to be at the moment. I first started doing these podcasts now. It's almost about five years ago, four or five years ago. I can't remember the exact uh, date I started or time frame, but within that um, era, you know, I was inviting on my actual clients and there's something that happens when you get close to your clients, like post-sale. So not like when mm -hmm. you're trying to sell them. Um, cause there's a face that we all put it, you know, we all kind of, you know, put on to, and they come in with their face of what they're looking for and everything else. But after the, the after the actual deal is done, especially for when they buy our stuff, it's very transactional at times. And it's like a one and done. You don't have to kind of keep using it over and over mm -hmm. again, which is a horrible business model for us, <laughs> yeah. but it, it, it is what it is. But so after that's done, there's no more expectation of me really kind of selling them anything else. And when I'm staying in contact, the first things they say is, wow, you know, I'm really glad that you followed up to make sure that I'm getting the most out of the product. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's a smart business strategy because you know a referral plays there, right? Yeah. But on the flip side, you also really learn what's important to the marketplace. And so I would invite them on to my podcast and really get to just dive into things that they cared about. And that's how I started talking to NFL players and people that are mm -hmm. just have different positions because these are the pe these are the people that my clients treated. 
and they mm. would refer me. So it was like an introduction to some of these thought leaders in other spaces. Um, so, but this is all for me just starting a conversation with people that I've already done business with. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. So that's really how I kind of got into just understanding what they were looking for. And then the events and the communities uh, opened up into a whole something totally different. But that, it started with just having conversation with them post-sale. And that would mean like sending a LinkedIn message like, hey, what's up? How was going? Or how, what was the touch point there? I have email sequences, obviously, that I'll have a follow-up sequence within six months. And for some of the key people, and you can have a, have a dripped out, like, you know, almost like mm -hmm. quarterly stages. So it's not like a, I'm, I'm overloading them. It'll be like every 12 weeks, I'm reaching out and just making sure that everything's okay, maybe dripping a little bit of value in there. And I use the podcast now as a way to add extra value because after I kind of give them all the stuff that I can, I'm like, okay, well, let me just make sure that they are just connected and they know that I'm also still connected with other thought leaders in the space. They may want some more introductions. That happens a lot of times. And I've tried to become like this actual bridge for them. Mm. Just think about ways that we can be value add, right? So outside the sale, we're going to add some more value to where I'm always relevant and always trying to find ways that people are like, damn, I want to keep doing business with Joe, you know, or that mm. type of setup, right? And more people should be doing business with us. And that's kind of where I try to look for those angles. But it starts off with just having an honest conversation and bringing them onto the platform. And the goal of the platform was to highlight them. So I'm not coming on like a shot jock. I'm not trying to come on and embarrass anybody or, <laughs> you know, make any make any bad content. It's, it's always just for so I can elevate them on any of my guests. And so I bring them on, put them on my show, email that episode out to prospects, right? So mm -hmm. when I'm staying top of mind with the prospects, that's something that's not salesy, it's just industry related. And then I'm also following up with my existing um, clients and sending them the actual podcast as well, circling back with people and then trying to make sure that everything's good. And, and most of my businesses referrals, like 90%, I, I do some uh, outbound campaigns, but yeah, most of my team and um, gets the majority of our business from referrals. That's an amazing process you got there. I'm, I'm like, take. <laughs>